Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights, episode 420, which is divisible by 20. <laughs> I'm a math guy. It's another one of our recap episodes where I can walk you very quickly through some of the episodes. Uh, the episodes are structured, nonlinear, so I'm bouncing around different sports. Some are more modern, some are more vintage. So I fully understand that not every uh, episode has equal appeal, but if you're listening to all of them, that's great. If you listen to some of them, that's great too. This is an opportunity for those who listen to some to maybe think about some of the episodes they might have missed. Again, they're uh, the maximum. I, I think for a long time now, I've kept them under 15 minutes and some are between five and 15 minutes, 12, 13, 14. So enjoy the episodes. But for this one, again, thank the sponsors. The sponsors are thanked pretty much in every episode. Top Spinini and Upper Deck, Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication, ComC.com, Burbank Sports Cards, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, and Heritage Auctions and Huggins and Scott Auctions. Each one hopefully gets a little bit of coverage in each of these uh, 20 segment recaps uh, starting f- four weeks ago approximately with uh, episode 399 the dale Mer- murphy episode uh, with pete williams and pete's a really sharp guy and he, he not only can write he, he can speak so that's that's good i just thought of an adage here is that they talk about collect the the card not the holder when you're considering grading cards or when people just look at the holder and just take it i'd suggest collect the person not just the card and not just the holder and uh, dale murphy i think he is a potential hall of famer and uh, certainly has a large uh, following. So uh, Pete and I dug into that. Again, Dale Murphy, worthy of collecting the person, not just the cards. 399A was the GameStop. GameStop, I don't know that it's fully blown over because there are going to be investigations. What it's done that applies to our industry is it's redefining and and refocusing on market manipulations and the respective motivations for those manipulations. The title of the episode was GameStop versus Sports Cards. I'm comparing and contrasting. And uh, these wild run-ups and then fallbacks, uh, I hope we don't have something like that, but we've had some of the run-ups. 399B was the broken hobby resolutions. The number one thing is just be healthy. And uh, one of the ways you can be healthier is having less stress. I've pointed out that stress can be positive and negative, anything that's getting your adrenaline kicking in. So be healthy, be sensible, enjoy the hobby, but have some sense of perspective. These are unusual times we're in. 400 was the uh, the other recap. 401 was my interview of uh, Carl Landau, whose company that he sold was Niche Media. Now he's doing his own podcast and we, we have a, a close mutual friend, but Carl was very enjoyable. He's a media pro. We had several conversations, including the formal interview that was presented to you as episode 401. Uh, 402 was the slam interview. Jordan Hagedorn, we had a conversation quite a while ago, and he said, I want to interview for you for a slam magazine interview. I recorded my aspect of that when we were talking on the phone or through Zoom, and uh, he's uh, easy to talk to, and we covered a lot of ground. I edited it just to make sure it was uh, a manageable, mostly basketball. 403 was the baseball all-time great, Fleer sets that I discussed with Rich Klein. And I, I can't tell you how many times... In the 70s, I would get inquiries when I put ads in papers to buy collections. And, and I'd say, who are the players? Do you have any older players? They'd say, oh, I've got Babe Ruth cards. And so many times the Babe Ruth they, cards they had were not Gowdy's. They were the uh, the Fleer all-time greats. Four, or four, four dueling questions with uh, Compsy Barry. I can see why he has a lot of sway in what they're doing up in Canada and that they're really making inroads and doing a great job in Canada as well as in the United States. So looking forward to seeing, seeing him when I'm out on the show circuit again. 404A was the outtake. This was Carl Landau interviewing me 
on his show. I can tell you his show is better produced, higher production values. I enjoyed being on his show, but some of the comments, which he and I talked about, I said, some of the things you got into on your show, I don't think I've said on my show, and I'm trying to build some oral history of the hobby, so I'm going to include that. He said, sure. 404B was the grading quotas. That's very misunderstood, I think. So many people have wrong assumptions about how these professional graders think, how they work. They're worried about how much sleep they got or whether they had an argument with a friend or their wife. I just wanted to address some of those things. You can listen to the whole episode if you want to dig more, but it's an important thing. I know the structures that BGS put in place, I'm sure PSA and the others have boundaries to make sure that to make sense out of the process of grading cards, that it's fair and equitable. 405 was dueling questions with Terry Wickstrom, Todd Helton's big fan. I enjoyed that. Just great to talk about another, uh, you know, guy who again is a, uh, somebody that's uh, underrated, I think. The 2000s uh, card shows with Dave Slipka, episode 406, mainly talking about the nationals. That's a little bit of a melancholy uh, decade for me. We've done the other decades. We've still got the 2010s to go, but I was half in and half out. The first half, I was uh, running the company, kind of CEO running the company. In the second half, I was more of an observer, advisor, and I uh, had no agenda uh, to go to the national. Nobody I had to meet with. It's more fun. Busier is better than idle. Let's just put it that way. And I'm liking the way things are going now. 407 is dueling questions with Charles Hodder. The ComC ID department and the situation there is tricky. I really was enjoying talking to Charles. Not that I'm going to get any inside secrets, but I know it's a tough job. And uh, to be able to interact with Charles and see where they're coming from, it's, like I said, a tough job. And I don't want to make their job tougher even though I have some obscure cards that I send in, and uh, generally they, they do a great job. 408, the outtakes from Sport Cards Live. Uh, when I'm on Jeremy's show, I feel like I'm on 60 minutes, <laughs> but it's more than 60 minutes. It's 120 minutes, but I tell him uh, 60 minutes about all I got. Always enjoy that. Does a great job. And I tried to pull out the content media and kind of the crossover idea that uh, so you could have some hint of what was being discussed. 409 was then and now Beckett Subscriptions with Bob Richardson, who was our last uh, subscription guy. I'm convinced that when my company was sold, in the end there, these New York publishing roles up people thought they are so underpromoted in the subscriptions. We're just going to double their subscriptions. And I, I think they didn't fully understand. But Bob got it and just walking through what that was like in the early days. And that was fun. 409A were outtakes for Brody the Kid. I can tell you right now, Brody uh, at 12 and a half is precocious, but I will tell you this, I had more fun being on his show than I had fun when he was on my show. But when he was calling the shots, that role reversal was really pretty interesting to have a a 12 and a half year old that's asking me the question. Look forward to seeing him at the National in Chicago. And uh, those were outtakes from his show, which I recommend. 49B was the Upper Deck Hockey Box Battle. I get boxes occasionally. I get them different ways, but these were provided by Chris Carlin. Thank you very much. I've gotten from all of my sponsors, and I'm trying to share what I get. If you listeners have ideas of how I can better explain or make it interesting, I've got another Panini episode coming up where I'm going to compare and contrast some boxes there in a way that I haven't done before. But if you've got some ideas, then I'd be happy to hear them. So just send them to me at Dr. James Beckett at gmail.com. 410 was the origin story for David Porter. I remember when he first interviewed (laughs) and he's gone on to great success uh, at our company and then on with uh, Panini and the predecessors. 411 was the origin from Billy Celio of Upper Deck, recommended by my friend Grant Sandground that's been out there for a decade or so and, and Chris Carlin as well. So Billy was... Uh, a lot of fun to hear what he does and uh, how he actually came to be at Upper Deck. 412 was the transferable skills with Torsten Bauer, my German PhD friend, very analytical. We, we just get into some math stuff. 
And full disclosure, I'm one fourth German, <laughs> one German grandmother. I get a, get a lot of enjoyment out of discussing things with, with Torsten. 413 was an episode that was rushed in with uh, Val Mars on Dale Earnhardt. I looked up and I realized it was the 20th anniversary of Dale Earnhardt Sr.'s uh, passing at Daytona. It was a horrible week for me and my family, but I thought it was important to deal with that. And Val was uh, very kind to make time when I had the time to record an episode to a guy that was uh, the, the leading icon at the time in the NASCAR world. 414 was uh, origin for Patrick Greeno. I've seen Patrick at the card shows and he's very introspective and, and thoughtful. And I thought, just uh, let's do a home and away podcast because he had his own uh, YouTube show. And so we've done that. 415A were outtakes from the Hobby Hotline. Again, it's once a month that I'm being on Hobby Hotline. And so I'm trying to carve out 10 minutes or so, mostly some of my comments that are, again, non-duplicative, but you get different questions there and different interactions. And it's fun. The 415B was the six listener questions. I'm getting questions now. There's a little bit of an Instagram presence, a little bit of a YouTube presence, Apple Podcasts. You can do reviews, ratings, emails. There's different ways people can contact me. Uh, website. I've got a website. Accumulating those. Some of them, sometimes one question can be a whole episode, but sometimes it's just good to knock out a few. 415 was uh, done the night before, winterizing the collection. And then 416, the collecting in the dark, the same thing. I experienced those things. It was not fun. It was not good. We survived. No one, I mean, there, property damage, but it causes me to think I take a lot of things for granted. So even my former company now has uh, insurance on your collection. I'm glad my collection was not damaged, but also was not able to get much done that week. And just realize I take power for granted. I take not being freezing in a home for granted. Not trying to get sympathy. Again, very blessed here, but still, it was an unusual week and it probably is the coldest I've ever been inside or tied or second place with the other blizzard. 417 was the origin story for Joe Maddalena. I've uh, heard about Joe and very aware of his former company. This is just another indication. I think this is a win-win as he's coming to work for Heritage. I like it. It's like a trade that benefits both teams. It just shows that when you hear about all these different mergers and acquisitions and capital infusions and recapitalization and privatizations in our industry, Heritage is bullish, obviously, <laughs> this industry, and they're doing a lot of things. And bringing Joe in, I think, is a, a really good idea. And then last and certainly not least was the only tribute, I think. The Dale Earnhardt thing was a little bit of a tribute, but tribute to Louise Bird, one of my good friends and, and cohorts. She really tried to make everything fun. She's had some health challenges toward, toward the end of her life, but a, a wonderful lady. And I uh, just had a chat with Bob Richardson, remembering the impact Louise had, not just within our company, but when she was out on the road, she was the celebrity. They weren't looking for Bob. They weren't looking for me. They said, where's Louise? She couldn't come this trip. Or she's over there talking to somebody else. Send her on over. Again, she was a real delight. And so that's the recap for those 20 episodes. I hope you're enjoying a bunch of them. If you're not enjoying some, again, I, I don't love specific criticism, but I, specific criticism I can do something with. Non-specific praise or criticism I don't know how to take. But if you've got episodes that you really tell me about those, I'll try to do more of those. Episodes you hate. If everybody hates them, not going to do them. <laughs> but if some people don't like them and some people do, we'll, we'll try to shape them in, in a way that uh, more people like them. So again, thanks. Greatest hobby of all time. Look forward to many more episodes. And uh, again, enjoy collecting and keep it in perspective. Thanks. Be back tomorrow.